0: This is Stop Sucking at Business, episode 39. It's time to grow your business, stop spinning your wheels, and build the life you deserve. And I'm here to help. My name is Megan Brame. This is Stop Sucking at Business. Hi, Megan Brame here. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm an award-winning entrepreneur. I am here to help you succeed in your small business. So again, thank you for joining me. So thrilled because I'm starting to think about so this is episode 39, right? Which means that pretty soon, well, I guess pretty soon, episode 52 is going to happen, right? It's in the pipeline. It's it's on its way. And that means that I will have a year Of content. Now I think that actually I started the podcast last July, but then I kind of fell off because, you know, holiday season came and things became bananas and I still had my other business to run. So it was just the whole thing. So I don't really consider it to have been going on a year. I'm more concerned about a year's worth of content, if that makes sense. And it's coming and that's really exciting to me and amazing and all of these words all of these miss america feelings you know it's it's really cool so thank you so much for listening and thank you for being here first can we talk about a tool you definitely need you definitely need fresh books i've moved to fresh books from another one that shall not be named shall we say and it's amazing it just makes my life so much easier. Don't use spreadsheets. Don't try and work out your bookkeeping yourself. Use software that's designed for small businesses. And that's what FreshBooks does. It's really cool. Now, if you go to meganbrae.com slash FreshBooks, that's my affiliate link that will get you a 30 day free trial. You don't even need a credit card. Dudes, give it a shot. Make your life easier by doing your bookkeeping as painlessly as possible give it a shot. Thank you, Fresh Books, for being baller. So this episode is a bit more of, it's, you know, one of my woo-woo episodes, I guess you should, you can say. It's not what I call a teachable moment. It's more about something that inspired me that I wanted to share with you guys, and in the hopes that it will inspire you as well. So I was... Let's not say I was slacking off. Let's say that I was on a break and (laughs) I was on Reddit and I saw this ask Reddit thread that was, uh, I don't remember the exact phrase, but actually I wrote a companion piece about this on my blog. So if you go to meganbrame.com, you can get a link straight to it, but it was something like, what are your core memories? a la Inside Out. Now, if you've never seen Inside Out, it's a really cute Pixar movie, as most Pixar movies are really cute, that is about, you know, the goings-on in this little girl's head, which, if you're my age, you may remember Herman's Head, which was a sitcom that I'm like, hmm, wonder where they got that idea. But anyways, Inside Out is about the character's the emotions personified as characters, I guess, of this girl's brain. She has like anger and annoyed and, you know, all of those happiness. And they have these orbs, I guess you can call them. And there's memories. Some are angry memories. Some are happy memories. And then there's core memories. And those are the ones that really define this little girl. And really, you know, they're the ones that kind of, if you were a boat, which <laughs> Okay, let's go with it. If you were a boat, these core memories wouldn't feel as, as they're happening like big waves coming. They would be little waves that just kind of moved your rudder just a just a little bit to the side and but they just it changed your trajectory so much. And I thought that was really cool. I thought that was a really cool thing to write about and Instead of just replying on Reddit, I wrote a blog post about my core memories, and I'm going to share them here with you today. But I'm not really doing this for self-serving reasons, or maybe I am. Maybe it's a mixed bag of that. It's more that I think that so often you and I and everyone in the world, we get in these feelings of, how did I get here? What am I doing? What is happening what is going on with my life? Who am I? How am I contributing? You know, all of these kind of existential questions that can really make you feel down. Or on the other flip side of that, that you take for granted that all of these amazing little things that happened to you that just, you know, they moved your rudder, maybe like three degrees to the left. And you just went on this new path. And that's where you are today so much of our life is about little moments, right? It's little moments that just snowball and to create this amazing life, this amazing path. And, you know, you'll have shitty days where you'll have shitty customers or bills that need paid or fights with your spouse. The kids are annoying. You don't know what to make for dinner, all of these things. And I think that exercises like this really help you just take stock of that and remember that you're a person that is the sum of all of these experiences. And that shitty customer is the sum of all of these experiences that they had. And we all have pain points and we all have moments and we all have things in our life that have made us who we are. And so I think that being aware of these moments and being cognizant of that helps us to become better people, better members of society, I would think, because it kind of helps you create compassion and empathy, right? What is the quote something about um ugh, you don't know another person's pain or something like that. Like, you know, like the walk a mile in their shoes, that kind of stuff. So be kind. You don't know what other people are suffering with and things like that. And I think that this is sort of like that, except I think it's a more positive spin because it's thinking about all of those really significant moments in your life that you didn't know were significant and that have just changed your trajectory and changed your life. Now, I know that a lot of memories that we have that have done that are hurtful memories. They're painful memories that we would just, we would pay to do like an eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Right. But the positive part of that is that they put us where we are right now. And there's something to be celebrated about that. Now, I'm not going to ask you to go through those memories. I think that those, those are memories that, you know, you are aware they exist. You don't need to revisit them if you don't want to. But instead, I want you this week to just take like 10 minutes and you can reply to my posts, like a comment with your memories. You can just journal about it. Or you can just take 10 minutes and just sit with yourself and remember those memories. But I want you to do that. I want you to just take some time to reflect on the little pebbles that you stepped on that made you go this route. And that made you become who you are because you're amazing, right? And because you're awesome and you're working hard and you are driven and you know that you have to keep going. But when you feel like you can't, just take some time and remember these memories. Now I'm going to share mine with you. And I'll try and give you a little background on each of them, just to give some context. But these are the four that I thought of right off the bat. Like these are the ones that just—what are my core memories? Bup 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 bup. And they just make me like my. As I'm recording this, my eyes are closed and I'm thinking about them, and I'm smiling because they were so. They're just there, you know? Like, they don't fade. They're just part of me. So, the first one is the look my husband gave me when I stole his seat to flirt with him. We were at a party, and we had met each other before, but it was, you know, nothing. I actually had a boyfriend at that time, and the boyfriend hadn't come to the party, and we were on the outs anyways, so it wasn't anything serious. Um, And... I had, you know, kind of begun flirting with Steve a little bit and he got up and I decided for some reason, I decided to steal his seat. So when he came back, I would be sitting there. And I remember the look he gave me of just, he knew, you know, (laughs) he knew. And God, that was the moment that just, here I am married to him. We've been together like 13 years now I think and it started right at that moment at that party with that look that he gave me the second one is the moment that I was at a trade show it was my second trade show of ever and I wasn't even supposed to be there I had taken the spot of someone that had dropped out a week before the show so it wasn't even I was supposed to, like I had planned it or anything. It just kind of like, we have the spot open. Do you want it? Yes. Okay, I'll take it. I remember I was standing in my booth and it was a slow day. I think it was like a Tuesday or something when, you know, it's kind of like the middle of the week and all the corporate people are doing their corporate things. And I think like a few buyers are walking around, but it was, it was slow. And I remember seeing, the category manager her name was Melissa and her assistant whose name was Jamie they're walking down the aisle and they're looking at me and they're smiling and I just thought, like oh hey how's it going you know like being nice they're being nice to me because I paid them a lot of money uh and Jamie had her hands behind her back And in my memory, she's kind of got like a skip in her step. She's not skipping like a 10 year old or something, but like, I feel like she was just jaunty or something, but maybe it's just from the excitement and they're both looking at me smiling. Jamie's got her hands behind her back. I think she's holding a clipboard or something. I'm not really paying attention. I think they're just coming to say hi, good morning. And they come into my booth and they say, guess what? So what you won best new product. And just that moment, oh my, like the confusion and the excitement. And they're like, are you sure it was mine, that one? And oh my God, what am I going to do with this? Is this, what happens? Oh my God, are you sure? Like, are you really sure? And Jamie had been holding the box behind her back that had the award. And I hugged them both. (laughs) And I took. The women across from me, who were very nice, took a picture of me holding my first award under my sign, and that's the. if you've seen, if you're on my email list or you've taken one of my classes, you've maybe seen me holding the award, like my hair's all sloppy, it's a bad ponytail, and I'm behind, or I'm in front of this turquoise curtain, and just this sheer like childhood excitement to have won my first award it felt like such validation and like the memory of them walking down the aisle jamie with her hands behind her back that's that's in my head that's still there number three my pap my grandfather giving me pulling out his wallet for my report card to reward me now i know that sounds like uh, really the like now that's how dare you give them money for blah 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 but uh he was i was the first grandchild and i was the only grandchild for like 10 years i think about 10 years and they were always so positive my grandparents and my mom's side of the family, they were so positive and so amazed and appreciative and just in wonder. And I was always amazed that they were so amazed. So when we lived with my grandparents, my mom and I, we, you know, we just all lived together. And I remember coming home with my report card, which had a bunch of A's and that I actually got my first C in sixth grade no seven in middle school, let's say middle school, maybe eighth grade. I got my first C and I cried because I'd never gotten a C before, so that's that's the nerd that I was as a kid, so I just remember coming home with my report card in elementary school and my pap pulling out his wallet to give me a dollar for every a that i had gotten on my report card and that was i just remember the feelings of being proud and feeling accomplished and i don't know how to put it i guess being having people proud of me i guess something like that. Like it was just an overall positive experience and positive for my self esteem. And so I just remember him sitting at the dining room table. I, he'd probably just come home from a long day at work. He was a salesman for a long time and he saw it and, you know, he did the, the feigned excitement or maybe it was real excitement. I, you know, I'm kind of cynical, so (laughs) I think it's probably tainted my memories a little bit, but I like, Oh wow, look at all the A's and then pulling out the wallet and giving me a dollar for each A I got, and my last memory sounds like it's a bad memory, but it's it's significant in a positive way, and it's the day god this is this is really personal. It's the day that we left my biological father, my mom and I, and I think I was. Six or seven years old, I couldn't have been much older. I think they've got officially divorced when I was seven and you know i I won't talk about him because there's no point, but he was never like i wanna say he was never physically abusive or anything like that he it was just not a relationship that worked out for anybody involved, and I remember the day that we left him i we had this old victorian house which was probably really pretty you know i was little so i don't i remember it had tiny closets because it was victorian and i guess they all had tiny dresses or something i don't know but there was a i don't even think could be considered a bedroom they definitely couldn't fit a bed in there like this room next to my bedroom And it was where we had the, I wanted to say the PlayStation, but like the game console, which was Atari. That shows you how old I am. I was born in the eighties. So my biological father and I are playing Atari. I think it was probably, it was either like Frogger or Space Invaders or something. And we're playing it. And I hear my mom call. From the first floor staircase, come on, Meg. We're going to Grams, and I was excited. I mean, who didn't love going to Grams? That was I was once again. I was the only child, so I was doted on by my grandparents, and I was excited. Oh, I can't wait to go to Grams. It's gonna be awesome. So I was like, "Yeah!" And I jumped up and I left him mid- in the middle of the game. I'll never forget that, and I—I hadn't—I didn't realize then what that meant. I didn't realize that. God, this is so personal. I—I I didn't realize that that was the last time that we would all be together. I didn't realize that we were—you know—we had gone and stayed with my grandma a couple of times, but we'd never left, and that was the day we left. And I remember that. And I know that sounds like a, oh, that's a bummer, but it, it's, he has, I assume from the last time I've talked to him, he has an amazing life and my mom has an amazing life. My life is doing pretty well. I get to talk to all of you guys about this. So I'm pretty excited. So all of these moments, these four moments, they're all happy moments for me And they're all significant and they're all just tattooed in my brain. And at the time, none of those seemed like, you know, when you're like, oh, I hope I remember this and then you never do, right? You always remember the little things that you didn't think to remember later on, but they shape you and they just compile together and become who you are right now. So if you're feeling weird. If you're feeling like, I don't, how did I get here? Or on the flip side of that, if you're thinking, is anything I'm doing working? Right? So many of us, myself included, so many of us feel that way of like, I just feel like I'm in the trenches. Nothing's working. No, nothing's happening. When is something going to break? What Why? Now? Please. And it's, I think, a good exercise to just take the moment and remember that you have these memories. You have these little steps, these little pieces that just pushed you in this trajectory and got you here. And whatever you're doing right now, that's part of a process that's going to get you to a different place. A week from now, a year from now, 10 years from now. Who knows? Who knew that me sitting in my husband's chair would turn into a 13-year relationship? You know what I mean? It's its bananas, guys. And that's what I wanted to talk about today. So I hope that you'll take the time today, tomorrow, whenever you can, sitting on the subway, cooking whatever, like whatever monotonous thing, and just think about like, what are four memories that are core? What are, what are these moments that are dear to me? And wow, I can't believe these little moments brought me here today. So I want you to do that. If you want, you can let me know what they are. I'd be kind of curious because I'm nosy, you know, that's just how I roll. So you can tweet me at MeganPlusCoffee or you can leave a comment on meganbraim.com. You'll see the article about my core memories. But I hope that you just do just a couple of these little exercises. It'll help you feel better. It'll help you just get some perspective and just make you feel okay. All right. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you to FreshBooks, meganbraim.com slash FreshBooks my affiliate link for 30 day free trial. Give them a shot. They're baller. I'll talk to you guys next week.